Summer is here and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the freshest meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com where an experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Uh, wah, ah, ah, okay, recording. Boom. Welcome back to the line change. Whoa, I'm hot. Hold on. I got to change my mic settings real quick. <laughs> Good God, man. I I hate my computer. Just Welcome change. back to the line change. You can hear me from space. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to blast your fucking eardrums. <laughs> Yeah, why am I up to ninety four? I'm mean, usually at seventy. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this thing. Welcome back to the line change. Fox Sports the Gambler presented by Cure Auto Insurance. We are another weekend pay per view coming up, and of course that means I have to get the WWE crew together. Do I, I don't know what the do, do we come up with the name for ourselves, Nick? You're usually a good name guy. Did we come up with a name for this group of wrestling misfits uh, when we get together and talk some wrestling? <laughs> the, the Ringmasters. The Ringmasters, oh. that's right. My God. <laughs> My God. I was, hey, I was going to say X Everybody Factor, found that so. appalling, <laughs> like really appalling. Just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Well, you're supposed to back me up. <laughs> the Ringmasters, the Masters of the Ring. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, I would like to t- I would like to throw in uh, just to mix my video game and wrestling knowledge Saturday Night Slam Masters because that game was fantastic. That's better. All right, I think we're we're slowly getting better. I've, everything has to include Master so far, but I like that. That's good. Uh, <laughs> so no X Factor. We're not going to do no, that. The, the, no, the greatest no faction of all time. So why we do this now is that there is a pool that you can check out uh, because WWE is partnered with a company and does pools, and so you can see almost. Like betting lines for this. Now you're not betting anything, but you enter a pool. It's like a, entering a contest, and you can bet on over unders on pins. You know, over unders on weapons used if the match calls for that, and that means if there's some sort of betting line on it or contest, we are talking about it here on the Gambler. So we are going to talk money in the bank, uh, and I, I think I want to start here. Is the money in the bank concept? run its course um because we began to talk about this during the break and i got oh i got the hey no 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 this is legit this is still good so i think everybody's still enjoying this but i still think it's a valid question of has the money in the bank uh kind of concept of the briefcase cash it in for a title run its course i'll start with you finale no it hasn't creative sucks yeah okay You can't blame the concept. The concept is great. When it works, it works fantastically well. See, you know, Seth Rollins cashing in at WrestleMania, the Dolph Ziggler cash in when he did that. Even the same night cash-ins can be good. Looking at you, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. But, you know, if if creative can't write a good concept for it or can't write a good cash-in storyline, then it doesn't matter how good the concept is because creative's not backing it up. I love this idea. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year, right up there with the Royal Rumble, because it's one of two... It's, it's the, Those are the two events in the year, and maybe you guys will agree with me on this, that can actually shake up my expectations for the WWE. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble and whoever grabs the briefcase, then I see who they're you know putting their stock into, who's going to get a big-time push. And sometimes it works out great. Sometimes it doesn't work out great at all. 
but at least they're trying something different. Now, I say that, and when we get into the predictions, I think I'm picking two established names uh, to win this year. But at the same time, just the fact that a guy like Ricochet is in this match makes me excited that he has a one-eighth chance of winning it. Uh, rea- in reality, it's probably one in 8,000, but he's there, and I think that's where the excitement comes in. Vaughn? I pretty much echo what Jason just said. It's not the concept that's you know run its course. WWE's creative process has run its course, and it has for it ran its course a long time ago, I should say. Uh, but the concept is still dope. I mean, just like the Royal Rumble, it's still dope. It's just that WWE doesn't know what to do with it. That's WWE's fault, not the concept's fault. Um, I think the concept still, like Jason said, it's one of the most exciting pay per views of the year. Uh, it's is you're almost guaranteed, almost guaranteed to make a a new star or at least at the very least you're going to kind of set the table for what's going to come next in the second half of the year um so yeah the concept is fine it's just that wwe stinks at writing stories which they have done for a, a very long time but the concept is still exciting it's like if you get rid of any concept uh that wwe uses and i've been vouching for this over on the straight shooters podcast you need to get rid of the survivor series that's a concept that has run its course and it ran its Very course fair. probably yeah. two decades ago uh nobody cares about the survivor series anymore that that novelty ran its course probably in the early 90s but here we are today 20 hey, they gave it what, what was it 2015 they gave it one last go around the one uh, with sting returning like that was the last but, like oh but I the actual match of survivor series like right. that match itself the four on four or the five on five who cares about that anymore that's something that should go by the wayside. Money in the bank, no, that should be here to stay. Nick, I'm sure you're going to just agree as well. My I am, and my I'm going to piggyback off Bond's point. My question's uh, just point. getting pounded to the ground. <laughs> I think if the Royal Rumble hasn't run its course at, at this point, then I don't think the Money in the Bank concept will ever run its course because there's so many things they can do with it. But at the same time, you know, you see like Brock Lesnar coming in and winning the Money in the Bank briefcase, and like you had a a fair amount of people that were, you know, annoyed about that. But, I mean, there's so many different things you could do with it. There is a good chance whoever wins that briefcase is going to be champion at some point. And then, obviously, there's some that failed their cash-in and stuff like that. But I think it started in, what, 2005? And I still, I still think it's a relatively new concept that they could do so much with now that they have a women's Money in the Bank match, too. Uh, that helps. Uh, I, I just think it, it, the concept is worth definitely uh, keeping and just trying creatively to make something different. Like, I, I understand that there's only so much you can do in wrestling, but there's so many things you could do at the same time. So it's all about creative. They yeah, don't have to do anything different. They just have to do it like have it make sense sometimes. Just make it make yeah. sense. That's all. I That's guess all I ask. Thing, I guess the rock thing made sense, but. You because <laughs> we saw it used in the best way, like right away. Because Edge's character was the best one to for win money in the bank first yeah. and the cash in first. Because then you could see the potential of, oh, that's what you can do with this. But then as we got further along, it just I don't know it became more of a joke. Like I remember Baron Corbin was it was pretty much a joke. Otis didn't even really get to use it, and it went to the Miz afterwards because the Miz won it from him in a match. Like. You just feel like now that they just use it as a match to get hopes up and then they don't really do anything with it and it doesn't really mean anything. And once you take the meaning away from it, when so- with something that should be almost automatic, 
it just kind of ruins the, I guess, credibility of it for me and thinking, okay, and which is, you're right, that's all writing, but still, if they don't have anything to do or, or any use for it, uh, it just seems like it gets kind of thrown in as a joke. And, I, you know, if, if they can't find a use for it, then I just say don't do it. But it, they just have to do it every year now. Yeah, it's, it's, they panic. I think that's a valid basically. point. Sure, sure. They, they panic when they realize, oh, crap, we're... We're fi- fi- we're running oh, out crap. of storylines. Oh crap! We actually put that thing on Otis. What? Yeah, right. Which, <laughs> uh, which at the time he was hot. That made a lot of sense. Uh, if they had done a New Day supporting Kofi kind of story with Tucker having Otis's back and maybe sneaking him into a cash in where Tucker just provides a distraction, even if it's a twenty four hour title reign, that could have been fun. It could have been something, but they took too long. They waited too long. They turned him into a joke, and now he looks like the you know fifth grade high school bully running around with Chad Gable, having shaved his head at, or shaved his beard and and d- doing his hair. It, it weirds me out. He needs to go back to Dirty Otis again. I don't like it. But the thing <laughs> the thing here is when you compare it to the Royal Rumble, like I was saying earlier, a guy like Ricochet enters the Royal Rumble 13, and I'm like, oh, cool, Ricochet, he's out in 10 minutes. Or he's out in five minutes. I don't have a lot of faith in him. But putting him here and giving him a chance to really, you know, show off his spots, even if it doesn't take the briefcase, if he goes crazy and starts flipping around the arena and the crowd starts going nuts, maybe he gets himself a nice little push after the fact. Maybe he they find something for him to do. Am I being glass half full here? Yes, I expect that's going to be the entire time we record this segment. But that's the kind of potential that this match still has. It all goes back to creative. Listen, Jason, I love your optimism, but that ain't going to happen for Ricochet. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> not long before this, this man was a, the main event of main event every week, right? That's true. That's but very now true. he gets to the Kofi spot and before New Day, Kofi was always in the Money in the Bank matches because he could do spots. Is Same with like Sin Cara. Is Ricochet now the Kofi? Like that he's in the Kofi. Pretty spot. much, he will be in every ladder match spot, known yeah. to man because every ladder match be exciting every year. It's gonna be he's it's gonna be Ricochet in there. All of a sudden, unearthed from main event and oh, you're you're you can possibly get a WWE title match. Congratulations! All right, bye. <laughs> Once the Money in the Bank is over, see you later. All right, so I don't want to go around too much into the is the money in the bank still a good concept because uh, we could go about that all day. Let's get into the actual matches themselves, some picks that we have. Now, the pools are not up yet, but when they do go up, you can go back, listen to this, and hear what we have our picks for the show. So first one I want to start with, the tag team championship match. AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders. Now, the Viking Raiders are a great tag team when they first came into WWE and now they have turned into, you know, a cartoonish version of themselves, which that always happens in WWE. Uh, it just seems like they won't be able to win this match. Uh, Nick, I'll start with you. Who do you have winning the tag team championships? Uh, didn't they already advertise this for raw? Like the next night? Did they this really? Tag match? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up, but I could have sworn it was going to be, tag team title match on raw in front of fans but wow. uh, if i'm wrong i'll you know that's why they always that, do say card subject to change yeah right <laughs> so i guess the money in the bank i'll i'll stick with styles and omas and uh awesome. maybe the viking raiders if they do have that if they match do on monday night raw right. they'll win there uh vaughn 
Uh, yeah, AJ and Omos. I mean, I, I couldn't care less about WWE's tag team division. And that goes for Raw or SmackDown. So. Why? They put so much time into it. and so much. Effort. I know, right? <laughs> and they got so many great teams. And, right, and so, many, so many, you know. Yeah, but no, AJ and Omos because I could care less. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> AJ and Omos um, because I care slightly more. Just slightly. <laughs> Um, I, I like them as a duo. I think they're pretty funny. Uh, I think they, they do, they go very well together. The, the big, it, it's like the old cartoons, the big brooding, uh, tough guy and the small, like every, needle and everybody until the big guy has to come in and kick some ass. Um, I do like AJ and almost to retain yeah. nothing, yeah. nothing against the Viking Raiders, but that experience I think has sailed. No, you didn't like the, the Usos and them doing like putt putt as a competition. You didn't like that stuff. It was the street profits. Ah, Street Profits. Whoops. But no, I didn't like it. Oh, good stuff. Um, all right. Roman Reigns against Edge. Now, this is a pretty solid card when you look at it. It's very short and condensed, but it's it packs a punch. And this match is going to be a good one. Roman Reigns and Edge. Uh, I think this is certainly setting up a lot for Edge and Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. And Roman Reigns will be doing something else. But uh, how do you think this match goes? We're probably going to get... Uh, a time on this match and we're probably going to get how many pinfalls so if you want to include something uh to where you can uh you would include how many pinfalls you think they're going to be attempted in this one whatever the case may be whatever prop you would like uh to set on this but roman reigns against edge uh vaughn i will start with you who do you think wins this one uh roman reigns uh but with help from the shield former shield brethren and the seth rollins so they can kick that off with him and edge going into SummerSlam. nice Nice. I do. Well, that'll probably be asked. Will there be your inter interference? Um, and yes, I imagine the Usos will always be uh, the the team if Roman Reigns is there to be interference. Uh, but yeah, Seth Rollins, absolutely. And so if that's in your pool, I would definitely check that out. Uh, Nick, what about you? That's a good point. I think uh, Rollins will probably definitely be the one to get involved. And I could see... Roman kind of being angry that the Usos don't get involved, perhaps, and maybe they put off that a little bit as we move forward, but they kind of reunited. They did like a Heart Foundation type re <laughs> reunion on SmackDown last week uh, with the hug and everything, so maybe the Usos get involved, but uh, probably Seth Rollins and, yeah, Roman Reigns retains. Yeah, that, that to me, definitely going to be a prop. Uh, will anyone get involved? And I think always it's going to be, oh, you, know, you would think the Usos. But, yes, Seth Rollins could. Now, Jason, I'll ask you, uh, Roman Reigns or Edge, uh, do you think that this match will finish in a no DQ We or we actually get a finish here? We're going to get a finish here. That doesn't mean there won't be interference, but there, I think there definitely will be a finish. Now, I've heard a crazy theory online from a couple of people Love those. where – uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match, men's match, happens earlier than this match. Seth Rollins wins it. And then the Usos cost Roman Reigns the title. Edge wins, and Seth immediately cashes in. And Seth versus Edge turns into a title match. I think that's a little too tinfoil It's a little hat, too fun brain. and exciting for WWE to do, but yes. Right, no. exactly. But that... that that would be awesome. Do I think that that's going to happen? No, I think Roman Reigns retains. But I just wanted to put that out there. Put that seed out there. You know, the secret. Put it into the universe and it'll yeah, happen. Yeah, you know what? Because we're actually, we're going to stick with that then. I'm glad you brought that up. So are you, I I th I, I'm assuming you're going Roman Reigns. I am. Um, yeah, I am. But, yeah. but that idea is a good one. And yes. I hope that they at least consider it. So I will ask about that match next. Men's ladder match. Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle. Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Excuse me. 
Jeez. I'm going to have to edit that out, too. Uh, and Seth Rollins. Uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. And now, Jason threw out there that, like, pretty interesting kind of theory that we might see Seth Rollins win it and then cash in later on. And, of course, the, you know what the thing is going to be great is they should have that match first to start the show and then Roman Reigns and Edge later on in the show and, you know, obviously build up that suspense. Uh, but will they actually use that kind of storyline? Uh, Nick Bacone, I'll go with who. You, who do you think wins the ladder match? I have a couple different theories. Uh, I think on the offshore betting odds where Drew McIntyre leading at this point, I don't want to see him kind of like around the title pitcher still, but I could see him moving to SmackDown, you know, after SummerSlam or something like that with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, Big E would be, you know, a, a good choice. But I, I do think Seth Rollins winning and kind of playing off the Shield thing with Roman Reigns and kind of teasing the cash in but never doing it and then possibly moving to Raw – uh, whenever they draft, so I think uh, now it's set for October. Uh, that could be a really good storyline and maybe a more interesting storyline than they could do with some other things. Uh, Big E would be my number two, but I think Seth Rollins uh, definitely, that that storyline could be great. And I'm probably giving WWE too much credit and how they can make that creatively work. Uh, but in my head, it sounds great. So Seth Rollins. Oh, now I just came up with a theory, but I'll let Vaughn go first before I unleash this <laughs> stupid. Well, I got a theory. theory. Yeah, I also have a theory, and that Big E gets to win, and then he cashes in the same night on Bobby Lashley after he destroys Kofi Kingston, so he mm -hmm. backs up his New Day brethren, and then Big E gets his dream match at SummerSlam against our boy Goldberg. Big who's meaty back, men apparently. slapping meat. <laughs> big, big meaty, meaty men, men slapping meat. meat. Oh man, that would be right? awesome. He gets Goldberg at SummerSlam, so that's that's not going to happen, though, probably. But I, I think Biggie still no, wins. No, I, I was going to go a step further because that was my theory. But I think I would hope for a triple threat match between Bobby Lashley, Goldberg, and Big E, and just have the biggest, meatiest, manliest <laughs> match. <of the> <laughs> Man meat. Bigger, meatier, yeah, better, right. SummerSlam. <laughs> oh, God. But that's not going to oh, happen, is it? Oh, man. We can't get Chef Boyardee beef ravioli as a sponsor <laughs> again. That's, that's the whole butcher shop, that match. Holy crap. Bring in Mick Foley again. All right, what is Brock Lesnar going to be in that? Is that why Brock Lesnar is showing us pictures <laughs> of was a four-way. Four, yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why Brock Lesnar was. Uh, we saw photos of him just uh, cutting up meat at a butcher shop. Oh, you know? he's cutting promos. <laughs> yeah, there. He's cutting promos. <laughs> that's what we didn't see. We saw he didn't. We didn't know that. See, this is this is meta storytelling here. The WWE Jason, you thought your theory into. was wild. All right? Yeah, really. We just, we just explained why <laughs> Brock Lesnar was at a butcher shop throwing looking around like, meat, looking like Techno a Viking. A, fa a fatal four-way butcher shop match. You just, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> oh, that's great. Fatal four-way meat grinder match. That's going to be wild. Oh, man. <laughs> Jason, look, it doesn't get any better than that. So uh, I, I don't know how, but you can figure this one out. How the uh, hell do I follow yeah, that? Yeah, I don't, I don't I, know. I know you have the Seth Rollins theory, but is that is that what you're going with? Uh, logically, I think Seth Rollins makes the most sense to win this match. But to go off of the theory that the, i think the winner i think i think a smackdown guy any smackdown guy who wins this is gonna get drafted to raw and take the briefcase with them just because i don't think anybody in this match um would serve as a proper 
When you choose a Subaru, you're not just choosing a car. You're choosing a company with a commitment to reliability and protecting those you love. A perfect example of that commitment can be found in the 2021 Subaru Outback, now available at Rafferty Subaru. You can save today with 0% APR financing on the symmetrical all-wheel drive Outback. Learn more at RaffertySubaru.com. That's RaffertySubaru.com. No down payment required cannot be combined with any other incentive. Financing for well-qualified applicants only, subject to credit approval. Expires month end opponent to a Roman Reigns character uh, without more buildup. As much as I love Big E, I, I, I think they would just feed him to Roman Reigns. So I'm actually going to go with Big E to win Wait, this. Wait, was that a Ryback thing? You it was mean? No, it was okay. not a Ryback right, Just make it true. Uh, God, he sucks. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Big E here uh, as a sentimental favorite in front of a crowd. Huge pop, especially if this match is last you send them home happy with, with Big E holding the briefcase above his head. And then you draft Big E to roll. And you get the band back together. And you do the Kofi storyline again, this time with E. I'd be all about it. Love it. Uh, that is the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, obviously, for the Money in the Bank contract. Uh, so let's go to the other one. Uh, you know what? Actually, we'll save that one for last. Uh, let's get the uh, other two championship matches out of the way. Look, again, I love this card. It's really short, condensed, and it looks like it's only going to be like three hours and not like four or five. Fantastic. Gonna... I, I, r perfect. Like Just <laughs> absolutely perfect. Get me in. Get me out. Let me have a little bit of fun and then never watch uh, for until SummerSlam again. Uh, no. But like, it's great. It's a, it's a good card. I do like it. Uh, so Ray Ripley against Charlotte Flair. Um, this one has been odd for the buildup. I know it hasn't really hit all the right notes for me, uh, but still certainly an interesting matchup. I'm probably going to say uh, Rhea Ripley, she, you know what? They're going to put it on Charlotte again, aren't they? <laughs> aren't they, Nick? I hope not. Um, okay. I think Charlotte doesn't need it. Uh, it's fine. You know, she's their biggest women's star. They want her to be their biggest women's star. That's fine. Um Rhea Ripley, not great, <laughs> not being utilized creatively as well as uh, she possibly can, but I do think that they need to give her an extended run. This is her extended run, right? So they can't possibly take it off her now, even if it is Charlotte Flair. So hopefully they use this moment and this match to kind of build Ripley more and make her more of a you know threat in the women's division because uh, just having her play second fiddle to Charlotte Flair again would be a bad thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would be. Um, Vaughn, who do you think ends up taking this? Rhea's got to get a win back from last year's WrestleMania. So it has to be Rhea Ripley. Nice. Uh, Jason. Uh, story time. November 23rd, 2019. Rhea Ripley is in NXT, and she challenges a certain someone to a match. That match happens. Does not end conclusively, if I remember correctly. Fast forward to now. Uh, July 18th, 2021. Coming up on Sunday, Ray Ripley is the champion. Charlotte Flair is the challenger. They want you to think that Charlotte Flair is going to beat Ray Ripley because Charlotte Flair is the women's division world ender, and they want her to be the Roman Reigns of the women's division. But I think that is a clever ruse. I think Rhea wins, is holding the title above her head, and out comes that person who she challenged in November 2019, Becky Lynch, Rhea Becky SummerSlam. Ooh. Ooh. That, I did not know where that story was going for a little bit, and then bam, you just throw it out on us. You just give us it. Let's uh, do yes. it. Yeah, I, I, I would it. be all for that. Absolutely. Go back and watch that match in November 2019. It was a banger. I want to see them do that again at SummerSlam. 
Save now, it for Raw. Now, Bailey is <laughs> Bailey is out um, for this one. It was supposed to be Bailey and Bianca Blair. Uh, are we getting another match here, do you think? Well, they're, they're fighting on SmackDown, uh, Bianca okay. and Carmella. They announced that last week on SmackDown. So it's just going to stay on SmackDown, so it doesn't yes. seem like we're going to get any match uh, at all for Money in the Bank. Hey, don't put a past WWE to start something tonight. Right, I was just going to say, that's true. With, with Money in the Bank involved, they're going to try and drum up any kind of drama that they can, you know, for I draw in SmackDown Women's Championships and, you know, who could potentially get cashed in on. So I don't... Two-day build. I would they'll just have throw a, yeah, that They'll have a DQ finish and be like, oh, we'll have a rematch on, on Money in the Bank. Okay. Right, there... See, perfect. That's that's what I was going to uh, to assume. Something stupid like that. Bianca retains. Uh, but as <laughs> as it's off the card, we won't talk about it for now. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston. Any, you know what? This is all. We're just going to say Bobby Lashley. Uh, it, unless anybody, I let anybody speak up if they think Kofi Kingston's going to win this. I will just say I think this will be the most exciting match. It's going to be most great. exciting finishing sequence. I think we're all going to believe at some point that Kofi's going to win. And then is this going to be a Goldberg-esque match, like three, four minutes, but a really exciting three or four minutes? I would hope not. I mean, it no. would make sense because Lashley, you know, especially with that promo on Raw, like he, he's back to business and stuff. So I could see it. But uh, I think, you know, having Kofi almost win would be the best for this match. Yeah. You know, like having everybody invested, like, oh, my God, Kofi's going to do it again. And then just have a Lashley steamroll him at the end or something or have something happen. And Lashley walks away champion. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think this match is going to emulate more of Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston at the end of the chamber match just before WrestleMania 35 where they give you that hope. They give you that feeling that Kofi's going to do it. Kofi's going to do it. And then at the last second, they take it away from you. Um, I don't know if it's going to mean more for Kofi in the future like the match with Daniel Bryan did, but I think that's the kind of vibe they're going to go for here. If they just bring Bobby Lashley in to stomp Kofi Kingston and retain his title in a similar fashion to how Brock Lesnar won the title from Kofi, then Kofi can never challenge for the title again. And you don't want that. Because when he does t- a challenge for the title, they're very good, entertaining matches. So I think they do have to go the uh, Daniel Bryan route here. Uh, Vaughn? Bobby Lashley. Now, do you think it's going to be a, a Goldberg-type match? I'll uh, ask that real quick. Just because no. uh, we, know, we all I, know the Goldberg thing is coming, so I don't know... I, if I don't think so. I think uh, they save those types of Goldberg, uh, Brock Lesnar type matches for those guys. But I think Bobby Lashley will let them get a little more offense in than that. Uh, but it's still, at the end of the day, Bobby Lashley retains. You know what? We'll really know for sure when the pool comes out and they put a timer on this match. And we'll really yeah. see. Like, that's the one that'll be like, oh, okay, maybe there is a little bit of a time uh, that they're giving this one. So we'll, we'll see because the, the props are always interesting and I'm sure there might be uh, proper two on this one. But I know what definitely is going to be in that pool is the Money in the Bank ladder match for the Women's Championship contract. Uh, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, uh, Nikki, I, and I don't even know what the heck's going on with that. So... Uh, she's like a superhero. Uh, Liv it's Morgan. Actually a, it's actually a decent uh, angle, I think. Um, Ash is almost superhero, so she's like in superhero in training, and they can't they can't use the the old acronym for superhero in training like they did before. So a little more family friendly now. Yeah, uh, but I I don't hate it, and you know what? It gets her on TV every week, and she's a great wrestler. So I'll take it. It is weird, but I'll take it. What's the acronym for superhero in training, uh, Jason? I, uh, uh, do you, 
uh, FCC. That's what it is. <laughs> Liv Morgan is in it. Selena Vega, uh, Natalia, uh, who gave some time on the Daily Ticket. Uh, she was on the Daily Ticket this week. And uh, Tamina. Who are we going with here? I will say, like, not many of those names are very appealing in this. It doesn't... Like, I, I would, again, like, maybe for the new gimmick, Nikki would be cool. Selena Vega after returning. But, like, other than that, I mean, Naomi would, and Asuka are certainly, like, Naomi, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss are all three. Could win a championship for sure. But uh, it this doesn't feel like money in the bag. I always want to be a new up-and-coming or at least something new. And it just doesn't feel like we have that. Uh, but with that being said, uh, we'll start with Jason. We'll start with you. Uh, who do you think wins the Money in the Bank contract? Now, an easy out for creative would just to put it on Asuka and do what they were going to do last year uh, with Asuka this year. And last year they just handed her the title. I imagine that they had a, a plan for her holding the briefcase. So that's the easy way out. But I actually, I'm a little more big-brained in this one. And I'm going to start by saying that the winner of the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match is not currently in the match. You're going to say they, Becky Lynch. You're going to say no, Becky Lynch. Oh, okay. I am not. I am not. I'm going to say they've made way too big of a deal of this live Sonya thing for Sonya not to get involved. And I imagine she's itching to get back into the ring. So if they did a Edge replacing Kofi Kingston in that Elimination Chamber match in 2010 sort of angle where at the last second Sonya says, oh, by the way, you're not in this match anymore. I am. And then Sonya wins. You have a Sonya live feud for a while. And then Sonya can cash in when she's ready. I think Sonya, this is a match. A, first of all, the Money in the Bank briefcase is a better prop for a heel. And secondly, this is a match where you can build a new star or start to build a new star, especially in a field where nobody really stands out, right? And I yes, think if you want to swerve a live crowd, this Sonya Deville angle is the way to do it. So I, from the eight that are here, I'm going to pick... I don't know, Oscar. Why not? Yeah, I. But, you know what? I imagine, and it's a good point because I imagine we are going to see the, you know, all of these names, and then possibly an other when it comes to this pool and picking this match. So, yeah, I will include that in there if you do think other. So you're going with other. I'm going to go with other, and I think it's going to be either Sonya replaces Liv uh, before the match starts, or the whole Liv is up on the ladder spot. Sonya pushes her off, and then right. nobody's there, so she just climbs up and gets it herself. I actually, I love it, uh, Vaughn. Well, I don't think there will be another, uh, but I will go with, I uh, will not put it past WWE to let Alexa Bliss have this briefcase and cut silly promos with the briefcase in oh, uh, her playhouse. Save me. I can see that happening. Vaughn, why do you want pain? Why do you want me? I pain? don't want pain. WWE wants pain, and they want to cut these silly promos with Alexa Bliss. They put a lot of time and effort into her. I feel like not giving her money in the bank would almost be kind of silly. As much as time and effort they put into her, so Alexa Bliss. I do Bliss. agree, with that. I, yeah. do agree you know, with that. I don't like it, but that's just that's just how it is right now. This is why Vaughn and I have had a podcast for six years because we're like usually <laughs> on the same. Podcast, the we're on the same wavelength. Because I was about to say the same damn thing, and it's just in WWE's DNA to have Bianca Belair face something like Alexa Bliss with all the. Histrionics oh, of Papa Shango voodoo stuff, oh, and no. have her have her look scared as a champion in the ring with Alexa Bliss. That's just oh. what they're gonna do. If they don't do it, I would be shocked. Why are you guys bringing this energy on this show, Nick and Vaughn? Why are you bringing <laughs> oh, this no. energy? Wait, on a minute, this wait a minute. This makes way more. This makes a lot of sense too. 
if the Becky Lynch angle doesn't happen with Rhea Ripley and they put Becky on SmackDown to be with Seth Rollins, which is also a possibility, Rhea, Alexa could have a beef with Rhea if you think back to this year's Royal Rumble. Alexa's in the ring, starts to do her transformation, the lights start going out, and Rhea says no and just chucks her. And if continuity Beautiful. is a thing, just chucking Alexa, her. just chucking her in the now crowd that's in there, <laughs> right? Alexa, if, if, if if continuity is a thing, Rhea could win the title. Alexa could cash in on her to as revenge, and then you have Alexa Rhea. Oh God, why did you say that? This makes too much. Uh, I, I need to mute. Okay, so person. okay, so uh, Alexa Bliss, nobody a fan of. It seems like right now. No, I am a fan. That's the problem. I love the occult stuff. I love The Undertaker. I love The Fiend. I love Malachi Black now. I, I, I loved what they were doing here, but then they just went off the rails. There needs to be no. direction. There needs to be focus. There needs to be a... like. The, the, what makes The Fiend, what makes The Undertaker so good is when they're haunting, for lack of a better term, one person and they keep going at one particular person over and over again right now you're going to tell me that alexa bliss big scary alexa bliss who could you know spook anyone is is going to go try and spook ava marie get out of here get here's a problem here. with the voodoo magic stuff in wrestling it doesn't work actually the undertaker is the exception <laughs> like the undertaker and kane is the exception everybody uh, else it stinks Fiend Everybody was working else for a while. Fiend was working for a while, but then they they decided they, they had to put the belt I, on him because he was so popular. Me personally, and he doesn't need a belt. Me personally, I was never for the Fiend ever. Uh, just like I was never really for Bray Wyatt having supernatural powers. He was much more uh, scary to me as a uh, real life like cult leader because those That's actually fair. exist in reality. That's fair. That's fair. You know, yeah. they, oh. they're they're far more scary than what Bray Wyatt has turned into to me. Jim Jones and Charles Manson, those were real people. That's you know, true. David Koresh, you know, like, uh, those guys Waylon are real Mercy. people. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, Waylon Mercy, too. Why not? But, yeah. like, you know, the whole Waco thing, like, those are real people who actually get people, who actually cost people lives, you know? Like, that's far more scarier than The Fiend to me. So, but they always have to go into the supernatural because, like you said, they try to replicate The Undertaker and stuff like that. doesn't work. Undertaker is the exception. For, by all rights, The Undertaker as a gimmick should have never worked. But it did. This undead zombie who's walking around with this white face and he's choking people and stuff like that with these ugly gloves on. That should have never worked. But it worked. Killing Hulkamania. Right. Shit, it, what, a, what a way to describe The Undertaker. Like, how would right. you describe the great Undertaker? Undead zombie called. wizard who's, His who's a zombie. Gloves. He's, His gloves he's dead good. already, but he's still walking the earth. In well, wrestling, I, I like also. This is the, what he decided to do as a as a zombie. He's like, I, you know, I'm dead now. I want to become a wrestler now. You know what? That's even silly. when you think about it, the later explanation becomes weird. It's like this dead zombie MMA guy that's going to put you in a chokehold. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. It's, it is this really is weird. stupid, right? But it worked. <laughs> really he likes the exception. motorcycles. And loves motorcycles. Right. And loves America. You know. <laughs> right. He's it's the just, badass. Doesn't and it, it actually he died and then he became alive when he got this motorcycle and then he died again. It's just so much. Weird stuff with it, but it works. <laughs> right, this is is a great place to end. Um, Jason, uh, cheese takes and controllers. Uh, where can they check that out? Yes, uh, iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Next episode came live earlier today, live on this radio station, 4 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Uh, this week, we're talking more Overwatch League with Will English the Fourth. We are talking about Netflix's potential foray into games and why, what they need to do to make that a success. And then we're ending with that, that Nickelodeon all-star brawl because I have thoughts about how far back into Nickelodeon's catalog they can go uh, to make that a true nostalgia fest. So listen to it if you
you please. Awesome. Can't wait to go on that show in September. Talk about my game of the year candidate. Vaughn, uh, what do you got for us? Uh, <laughs> uh, sh- at Shooters Radio on Twitter. That's where you can find Nick and myself. Our podcast, The Straight Shooters, is available wherever podcasts are found. We're part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Happy to be a part are of that. Are you really? Yeah, oh, we are. That's amazing. Wow, that's yeah, fantastic. We so that's great. We're doing good things over there. Uh, of course, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash shootersradio. We do deep dives almost on a weekly basis now. Uh, so if you want to request for a deep dive for us to to, to jump into, uh, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash shootersradio. Uh, pay the small fee, and we'll fulfill your requests. So check us out. I'm at Vaughn M. Johnson on Twitter uh, personally, and I write. Also, I'm writing for PhiladelphiaEagles.com. So check me out there as well. Uh, Nick, yeah, go birds. Uh, Nick, are you out of Twitter jail? Yeah, you could uh, follow me at Pacone underscore because at <laughs> Nick Pacone is uh, suspended. Demon DMCA. Um, you can also follow us at Shooters Radio. Exactly what Vaughn said. I love doing the deep dives. Uh, really entertaining. A lot more entertaining than talking about today's product. Uh, I love watching like '90s stuff, 2000s stuff, and just talking about it and where we were in our lives at that point and how we viewed these shows as fans and how we view them now. So that's so much fun. Uh, I'm glad we're doing that at Shooters Radio. And also listen to the Daily Ticket and the Line Change on Fox Sports The Gambler and Look their podcasts you. as yours truly uh, gets those podcasts up Look at on foxphlgambler.com. Doing it for the brand. You're a company man, Nick Picone. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that is that is it for us, uh, for the Ring Fire Master General guys. Uh, <laughs> we'll, do this, we'll do this again probably for SummerSlam, but more Line Change coming up next here on Fox Sports The Gambler presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Summer is here and your local Acme is stocked and ready with the freshest meats and produce. It's the perfect time to fire up the grill, take in a game, and discover why summer is better with Acme. Skip the line and shop online at acmemarkets.com where an experienced Acme associate will carefully select your order and bring the groceries right to your car. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit acmemarkets.com for details.